We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Pretty awesome announcement coming out of the Kansas City Sports Commission today about a new professional sports team coming to Kansas City. Kathy Nelson is online with us from the KC Sports Commission. Kathy, always such a pleasure to have you on the program. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. We have a lot to go into here. Tell us a little bit about pro volleyball. What do we not know? Well, it's the fastest growing sport of course, when you think about in collegiate sports, as far as being viewed on television next to football and men's basketball. And then also, if you're not aware, Nebraska just hosted a volleyball match with 90,000 plus attendees at their football stadium. Um, high school volleyball is on the rise. Club volleyball in Kansas City is off the charts. And now we have the first ever um, professional volleyball team and league. The league starts in 2024. And Kansas City will join in 2025 with our very own team. And we will get further into some of the specifics about uh, the logistics of that. But I'm curious to know how the idea for this came to fruition. Did somebody in the Sports Commission say, hey, what are we going to do next? Or did the owners of this team come to you? How did this work? You should know by now. We always love going, what's next? (laughs) I I know. (laughs) So now what? Um, no, about a year ago, we received a phone call uh, from someone highly connected to this idea and concept of, of the Professional Volleyball League, um, the Professional Volleyball Federation starting this league, and the interest of Kansas City hosting a team. So, you know, we had multiple phone calls, discussions of, well, we got to find an owner and how does this work and learning from the federation of what they um, visualized for us, and they really felt like Kansas City was a great market for this. So then the work gets started on, well, what does that look like for our city, and how do we support this, and who are those conversations with, and and how do we keep this confidential so we don't blow an opportunity and it, you know, end up in Wichita or something. So a uh, year's work, maybe probably more than a year, uh, Kent and Missy McCarthy jumped right in as an owner and it made total sense once that entire picture came together and then from there a lot of um, communication with missy on well who who do we need on our team to make this work so we've been helping them set up front office um, hiring their first group of leaders for the organization and then we've um, toured some venues of where the team would potentially play in kansas city uh, so the next few months will be now busy because we've been granted the team, awarded the team, 
Um, and Missy's got her work cut out for her. Well, yeah, and, and that answered one of our questions and one of the things that we had talked about this morning uh, and that a lot of people who had texted in were kind of wondering about as well is where is this all going to take place? So the answer is we just don't know yet. Well, obviously in Kansas City, our, our focus right now is T-Mobile Center would be the dream. You know, I think seeing that there'd be 12, 10, 12, 15,000 attendees, um, they'll have 14 matches over home matches over the season. So, uh, you know, being able to buy a season ticket like you do with our other pro teams. But T-Mobile's probably what we're targeting, but we certainly are having conversations with a couple other opportunities as well. You know, the ultimate dream for this would be to follow in the, the shadow of the Casey Current, um, that maybe they build their own volleyball arena at some point, even with the practice venue as well. But right now, we're certainly focused on Wearable 2025 and 26 season be played. For people who have never been to a volleyball game, uh, especially a pro volleyball game, who don't know what to expect and hear this and think, would I go to this and enjoy this? Tell people what to expect. Why, why is volleyball so cool? You know, it, it's one of the more it's one of the most powerful sports. It's one of the most fast-moving sports. A lot of entertainment. Um, if if you search, you know, impressive volleyball uh, volleys and things, just the amazing athleticism that these players have. And the other cool thing for us is our goal is to keep some of our local Kansas City young ladies that typically would go overseas to play, maybe to keep them here in our community. So it's it's certainly a fun environment. I would tell you if you've not been to UMKC or KU or MU volleyball game, you need to go check it out. It's a hard ticket to get. And you start to realize the energy and the excitement, even at a high school level, uh, girls volleyball is certainly on the rise. Yeah, and she... And I think, oh, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's that's exactly that that sentiment was in the press release about you look at what's going on around here that if you're not necessarily in the community with club sports and high school sports and college sports that there's this current that forgive the use of the term that has been going on in, in, in the Kansas City area for a long time around volleyball it's a huge deal around here that many of us are just kind of waking up to now Talk a little bit about that and about the infrastructure that's already here in town that made us the obvious choice for this. Right. Well, Heart of America Volleyball is um, an organization based in Kansas City, Kansas, and they have 17,000 plus, 17,000 plus club volleyball players and 3,000 plus coaches. There's, gosh, probably up to 20 college volleyball programs in the Kansas City area from NCAA and NAIA, um, even to our junior colleges. And I think that that base of volleyball players, participants, coaches, and fans really set this idea up for success. And when you turn on television this fall and you can see college volleyball on ESPN or Fox Sports, I mean, there's something there that is already growing. And, it, and it's time for Kansas City to, again, throw our hat in the ring. And I was beyond thrilled that the Federation felt like, yeah, Kansas City and the McCarthy felt that we're the perfect um, city for this. One of the things that is pointed out in your press release is um, how nicely this complements the popularity of women's soccer here. You know, mentioning the new stadium for them as you did as well, and just how it's becoming such a great city, not just for sports, but for women's sports. How proud are you of that? 
Oh, so proud. You know, under the Sports Commission, we have the Win for Casey program, which is our Women's Inner Sport Network, and it's coming up on almost 30 years. And we celebrate every year with the largest luncheon in the country, honoring and celebrating National Women and Girls in Sport Day, and we recognize local athletes um, connected to that. And uh, Women Leaders in College Sports is based in Kansas City, and there's just so many great things that we're being recognized for. When I travel across the country, I think sometimes we're, we're blinded by our boundaries here. When I'm in other cities, they're always like, oh yeah, Kansas City, they know how to support women's sports. And they have figured out how you engage in, in that participation and activity in spectating women's sports. So Casey Current has certainly moved the needle across the globe for women's sports. And I think this is just another a piece of the puzzle for us in honoring and celebrating all that uh, females can do in sport. Oh, definitely. And the other thing that it's going to do, I think, is it's going to open even more doors. And we've seen this happening slowly but surely, and certainly with women's soccer and with the WNBA uh, over time, th- that it opens the doors for more female athletes to not just be collegiate athletes or amateur athletes, for them to actually be able to, to get into this as a profession and make some money here. It, it may not be you know multi-million yeah. dollar contracts, but in a lot of ways, that's an attraction as well because you're going to see people who are in many ways playing for the love of being out there doing it. Yes. And I would say maybe not multi-million dollar contracts yet. <laughs> you will right? said. I mean, yes, that's at true. At some point there should be equity or at some point, but um, so with the, with the pro volleyball um, league, each team, Kansas city will have two franchise players that will be full-time in Kansas city and then two international players. And then the other uh, players, the other athletes will be, I wouldn't say part-time, but, you know, they'll probably play in different leagues and they'll play maybe overseas in the summer months. Um, this league will play January through early May. So it allows the way the schedule is set, it allows for them to participate in other opportunities and to make money elsewhere as well, besides being paid to be a player. And plus, these opportunities are also opening doors for other women that want to be involved in sport. My daughter works for the WNBA in Dallas. She works for the Dallas Wings. She has an opportunity to work in professional sports on a female side. And that makes me so proud that, again, Kansas City bringing women's pro volleyball um, to our region provides opportunities not just for athletes, but for others to work in sports. I hate to bring this up, but you mentioned WNBA, so I'll mention the other. Um, anytime we talk about getting a pro team, people ask questions about basketball, about getting an NBA team. Um, and we always talk about the availability of dates at T-Mobile Center because that's it, NBA takes up so many dates. Is that right. ever on the horizon for, I assume everything's on the horizon for you, but is that <laughs> does that come further into the front of your mind? Um, I would say that conversation is always top of mind. It may not happen every day, but, you know, we're, there are so many things that complicate these decisions, right? It, it's not that the sports commission is like, we need an NBA team. We can get that started in 2026. It's the league itself making a decision that they need to expand and welcome other cities. It's the league deciding that Kansas City is the right place. It's finding a billionaire owner that is willing to lose money the first season or two um, <laughs> mm-hmm. to own an, an NBA team. And then, it, then yes, the venue becomes a critical part of that. With volleyball, it's not that many dates. And, and, and that helps this conversation with NBA and with NHL 
the number of dates that the venue would have to, um, I don't want to say give up, but would have to work around, it would be, it complicates the conversation. But there's certainly top of mind. Sure. And, and I mean, even just the time of year that they're going to be playing, when you're talking about dividing up entertainment dollars in a city, it helps that they're not competing with the women's soccer team, that they're not competing with sporting okay. for that matter, or, you know, some of the other teams that are in the area uh, that would you know, be okay. summer or fall sports. So even that, it, it kind right. of fills a gap there. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing to think about is, is your money only goes so far and NBA is one of the most expensive tickets in professional sports. So then you start to think, okay, if, if I'm a season ticket holder for the Royals and the Chiefs, I'm not, I can't necessarily afford to add NBA as a season ticket. I'd have to give something up. I could add women's volleyball. I can't add women's soccer. And I think that's a great entry point for us to introduce this to our community. Before we let you go, uh, the next really, really big event that we're looking forward to is the World Cup. And just curious to know where you are in the preparations. Every day <laughs> we work on something around the World Cup. Um, I just returned from Germany yesterday. I spent all last week traveling from Zurich and then to Hanover, Hamburg, and Frankfurt and had multiple dozens of meetings with tourism operators and with airlines. And, of course, the conversation was all based around World Cup and how are we promoting Kansas City in 2026 to international travelers. So that's on the outside. On the inside, our board of directors is certainly working on all the deliverables from those that massive contract of expectations, all the mandatories, if you will, from FIFA. So daily emails, daily phone calls, meetings, that's kind of icing on the cake at the end of the day to jump over to World Cup things. But, you know, between now and then, uh, we're hosting Division One Women's Volleyball in 2025. We held that in 2017 and broke an attendance record for that. So we're excited to welcome uh, NCAA Volleyball back. And then in March of 2024, don't forget, we have NCAA Division One Men's Wrestling, uh, which will be a tough ticket to get as well. So we have some pretty big events on our calendar leading up to World Cup. We've said it before. You have one of the most exciting jobs in the area. And Kathy Nelson, a virtual high five from here on the uh, <laughs> uh, on, on getting volleyball and, and everything else that's going on. Again, Kathy Nelson, president and CEO of the Kansas City Sports Commission. Thank you so much for being with us again. We love talking to you. Thanks for the opportunity. You have bet. a good day. Take care. And welcome back. Jet lag. All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes on KMBZ. We have a couple of lawsuit stories to get to here, both of which are really interesting. We'll do this one about the medical mishap first. I'm gonna let you, John, cause you had so much fun with some of the wordplay <laughs> on this one. Yeah, uh, when, when your name is Piano, and they remove the wrong organ. Uh, I mean, the jokes are obvious. They kind of write themselves on this one. But, yeah, that was the case with a guy who went in for what we're all told. If, if you've ever had this procedure done, and I'm granting that's probably going to be a fairly large segment of the audience because it's a, a you know not that rare a procedure, that they always tell you that. Oh, yeah, we do a dozen of these a day. It's not a big deal to have an appendix out. I still Do you still have your appendix? I do. I've never had mine so out. So do I. I've never had mine out either. But uh, yeah, I, obviously, like everybody, I know a bunch of people who have. You get that appendicitis attack, and it can be a very, very serious thing because of what ended up happening to this guy. Somehow, the surgeon who was supposed to do this very, very common procedure couldn't find his appendix when they got in there. 
How yeah. are you not find? I mean, it's at the southwest corner of the bowel. You know, it's it's like right there, and yet couldn't find it, and and ended up accidentally cutting into the intestine, which caused all kinds of problems. Yeah. So his stomach pain got worse, and two days later. Uh, they said, your appendix is still in your body. That's the problem. <laughs> Surprise. So he had second surgery to remove his appendix. This is all according to the massive lawsuit that he has filed. Um, and according to the lawsuit, the surgeon then told him he needed an additional procedure to repair a leaky colon as a result of the first surgery. Um, that created sepsis and infection, by the way, total, I mean, deadly. I mean, that's Sepsis is one of the worst words you can hear. Which is exactly why you can't let appendicitis go. Your appendix will eventually burst and you have everything that's in your gut spilling out into places where it's not supposed to be. He has been left with numerous medical problems he never had before he had troubles with an appendix, including needing an ileostomy bag. And that's where it's the bag that's attached on the outside. Yep. That helps with the stuff on the inside. Uh, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll spare some of the more graphic details, the details about that yeah. that are in this complaint. Um, how do you know, isn't basic anatomy, isn't that like the first class you take in med school is to know where the organs are yes. and how to tell them apart? Yeah, and, and not to defend the surgeon. I mean, he's got lawyers to do that, but uh, you would figure... Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, everybody's different, right? Everybody's put together a little bit differently than everybody else. And sometimes something that's larger in one person will be smaller in another. Sometimes something that's closer to the front will be closer to the back. But still, I mean, if you can't find the appendix, you don't just go hacking away until you figure you've got it now. It's almost like the way this is, one version of this is described, it's almost like they couldn't find the appendix they knew he was in a lot of pain, so they looked for what else the problem might be uh -huh. and thought it was this. They said um, they removed a piece of his bowels, specifically a diverticulitis, on his lower colon that day. Okay. Which is when these small pockets develop on the inside of the colon and become inflamed. Making it seem like he also had that problem, and they thought that's what was causing the pain. So they took that out. But you've still got to know he still has an appendix. I mean, while you're in there... Somewhere? Uh -huh. It's in there somewhere? Yeah. Uh, and if what you diagnosed was an appendicitis attacking, you find out, oh, he has diverticulitis, don't you want to kind of check and make sure that the appendix is okay and that you were wrong? Yeah, he said he almost died because of the sepsis that occurred after that original surgery. Oh, easily. Yeah. I mean, this, th there's a reason why your body goes to great lengths to keep that stuff that's in your bowels away from everything else. It's full of bacteria and really nasty ones, too. Um, isn't there a term in lawsuits where if your marital physical relationship is affected loss of consortium, I don't know that that's specifically what's in this lawsuit, but it is mentioned. He said their marital life he's married has become strained as a result of the surgical error. I'll bet because he's got the ileostomy bag. Yeah. Among other things that and, and the pain that's involved in that and you're dealing with abdominal pain. So there are a lot of things you're not going to be able to do when you're dealing with that kind of abdominal pain.
The news release said neither George nor Betsy, his wife, expected to spend upwards of a year dealing with open wounds, horrific pain, multiple hospitalizations, constant medical care, and extended infirmity, being in the hospital, um, and being sick. They have missed family gatherings and scheduled trips, and his wife has put off medical appointments she needed to tend to her husband. Yeah. That, wow. It's it just the whole thing. It's it's so awful. And it's because, uh, you know, again, this is why I guess we all get a little suspicious when you're going to have any procedure, when they blow it off and say, oh, no, we do a dozen of these a day. It's fine. You you know, you'll be fine. Everything's OK. There can always be complications. And that's that's another piece of this is that I think we all know that things can go wrong, especially when you're dealing mm-hmm. around with mucky stuff inside somebody's body. But when you make that kind of mistake on something that's supposed to be routine, it's going to raise a lot of questions. We, we have no idea what a jury is going to do with this one or if it'll ever get that far. But this might be one that's ripe for a settlement. Many figures. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many zeros on this, but many of them. All right, still to come. Uh, we will go to Winnipeg for this next story. A woman orders a drink on an app and she specifies almond milk in this drink because she is allergic to dairy milk. And then she has an allergic reaction. Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, if you have a food allergy and you order from a restaurant that would contain something potentially that you could be allergic to, what are the links that you go to to make sure that the thing that you've ordered doesn't contain the thing that you are allergic to? Holy cow, the medical problems that this woman went through after getting dairy milk instead of almond milk. Wow. Yeah, and I'm so glad you put it that way because I think that's really the question at the heart of this. So it's a 25-year-old woman, and she has a a severe inability to deal with anything dairy-related. She can't have any milk products at all. And according to her lawsuit, she went to Tim Hortons, um, and she said that uh, she used the app, which did not include an option to indicate her diagnosed milk protein allergy. Which becomes an, important later. Right. To order a tea with almond milk. So she she was able to order it, but she wasn't able to sort of underscore, hey, this cannot be dairy milk. It has to be almond milk. So uh, she ordered it that way and assumed when she got there that she was getting what she ordered, which is tea with almond milk. No. And it, you, like you said, it did all kinds of damage to her. Uh, she immediately started to suffer an allergic reaction after taking her first sip. She called her mother, who helped administer an EpiPen, 
coworker drove her to a hospital. She experienced lapses in consciousness on the way there. Uh, she had to get CPR. Heart was not beating when she got there for eight minutes before her heart restarted. She went into ICU. She was intubated. She had confusion, uh, neurological deficits after she was extubated the next day. Um, let's see, developed headaches, vision loss, numbness, and left-sided weakness. There are words in this that I do not know how to pronounce, but she had a condition that can come up after a brain has been denied oxygen. I, I can actually help you on that one a little bit. Okay. It's called a post-hypoxic leukoencephalopathy. And what that means is that if you're denied oxygen for too long, you can have leukocytes, uh, white blood cells, build up in the area around your brain and cause pressure. It's it's a very it's not all that common, but when it happens, it yeah. I mean, as you any kind of pressure around your brain, bad news. Her vision deteriorated. Her left side became paralyzed. Uh, she had no anti gravity movement on the right side. Developed seizures. Um, she eventually was able to go to like a rehab unit where she spent four weeks for brain injury rehabilitation. Ultimately, she cannot work. She had to move back in with her mother, who now cannot work because she needs full time care because she drank dairy instead of almond milk. Yeah. And it, I want to go back to what you said at the very beginning of this, because I think this is the important thing to take a look at is that, you know, as you look at it from the standpoint, and I'm not trying to defend them. I'm not saying that you know, they shouldn't be picked on here. Uh, but you look at it from the standpoint of the average fast food worker, and you get an order that says almond milk, and you just screw up because you're busy or you're having a bad day or whatever. The last thing that's going to come into your mind is, I could kill somebody by putting this milk in instead of the one that they ask for. And yet it's that easy to do. You hate to put it back on the person who did the right thing. I mean, she ordered what she mm -hmm. ordered. You hate to put it back on her, but you're right. If you have something that could be that serious happen to you, you'd better check and double check and triple check and grab them by the lapels and say, did you use almond milk? I mean, not really, but something to that level. How do you make sure that you're getting what you ordered? Um, I don't drink enough almond milk to be able to answer this question, but if you do, I need help with this. If you, especially because tea is so light, can you tell if, if you drink a beverage, particularly tea, can you tell if it has almond milk versus dairy milk? Because to me, almond milk tastes different. It's lighter, it's thinner. Dairy milk, especially full fat dairy, is going to taste different. Now, it's possible one sip is all it took. You know, that's true. takes the yeah. first sip and that's all it takes. And it's also possible that if, if she loaded it up with sugar or, you know, other flavorings, that it may not have been as different. But you're right. I mean, with a lot of these things, we've talked before about the girl who died because she had a peanut allergy and her boyfriend had eaten a peanut butter sandwich about an hour before and kissed her. Yep. That was an I mean, th what is that minute amount of peanut? And yet mm -hmm. that killed her. So what the lawsuit is. Um, is that she she's going after the fact that they didn't have a section on the app to specify and point out this isn't just a personal preference i am allergic this is how horrible i could get if you if you put this in there so she said they breached a duty of care by failing to provide a section in the app for consumers to indicate allergies and then she goes after them for procedures to ensure proper procedures for non-dairy beverage orders 
and that employees were trained to follow them. Yeah, and, and it's as simple as that because you know you and I get our orders screwed up. It's annoying. Yeah. It, yeah. But, but it happens. I mean, how many times have you sure. gotten the wrong thing or asked for it without ketchup and it, sure enough, it comes with extra ketchup on it or whatever. That kind of thing happens to us and it bugs us for a few minutes and then we go, oh, stupid jerk, I can't make a sandwich. And if, But for her, it put her in this condition. It, it almost killed her. And I just, I don't know what you do to to do i mean it it shouldn't be your duty it shouldn't be your problem but things screw up all the time so how do you deal with it when it's when one tiny little screw up or what would seem tiny little screw up at the at the time could put you in that kind of a condition here's what i assume also is going to be asked that is not addressed in this story um how do you know how do you know no like really know for sure that it was dairy milk that was in this drink that caused all this to happen. One would assume so because she's allergic to dairy and all of this immediately happened after. But you don't have proof, to my knowledge, unless she saved the drink and had it tested, that that's what caused all of this. And it could have been as simple as what you said at the the outset, which is it tastes different. Maybe she did know, you know, just took one swallow and went, oh no. Oh no, now I know what's gonna happen. Um, Yeah, to that end, two quick ones here. We, uh, my first wife's little sister had a condition that she was born with where she could not have meat ever. Okay. Um, accidentally got some one time and took a bite, knew it, spit it, spit it out. I mean, she was just, she's that, um, sort of attuned to it that even just having that taste, she knew right away and just couldn't handle it. But the other one is, and I, I saw this happen. I was at a, a place that sells frozen yogurt and the woman who was ordering was ordering for her kid who was not there. And she said, okay, that says fat-free frozen yogurt. Is it sugar-free too? And the person behind the counter said, oh yeah, it's sugar-free too. And I thought, right. uh, I don't think it is, but okay. And she said, you need to understand my son is severely diabetic. He cannot have sugar. Are you sure? And they were assured, oh, yeah, it's sugar-free. Nope. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't. So I don't know what happened to that kid, but somebody got something they shouldn't have had. So I think it's funny. Almost all of you on the text line are blaming this woman and not at all blaming the the people that made the drink that was wrong. They at least bear some responsibility here. I think they bear all of the responsibility here. Yeah. I mean, especially if, like you said, it, it could have been exactly that. She could have asked them, hey, this is almond milk, right? Oh yeah, it's almond milk. Yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I also think it could have taken one sip of this and it's too late then. Um, she's got a really good point about, she could have further clarified ahead of time, I am allergic, but there is no place there to do that. Yeah, and you wonder even if that would have moved the needle. Um, it's just so many times you see that when you're ordering on an app or whatever, that it doesn't have a special uh, drop down menu for things that you can have taken out or added in or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, much less having something at the bottom that says, Hey, by the way, this could kill me if you screw it up. So don't screw it up. Yeah. Um, at the very least, if that had been there and they had done it anyway, it further would have covered her from any responsibilities she has whatsoever. Sure. But I don't think a court is going to say to her, this was on you to double check 
I think in a, you know, if we're just talking about the law, she was given the wrong thing. And I mean, the medical problems that she suffered as a result, I just can't, she's 25. Yeah. And has lost all independence that she had before that. I, yeah, I, I don't know how anybody can come down on her for this. She did all she could to tell them what she wanted. She wasn't given that. She wasn't given what she ordered and it almost killed her. That's how is that on her? I, wow. Well, and everyone's on the text line saying the same thing, which is what we prefaced it with was if you know, you have an allergy that results in this kind of effect, like you said, double, triple check. But the bottom line is she shouldn't have to, she shouldn't be expected to, no, they exactly. should make her order the way that she ordered it. Yep. And it, recognizing again, people do screw up, but when you screw up, it's your fault. Right. That's why we have lawsuits that are genuine. Yeah. If, if you screw up and don't give her what she ordered and, and that almost kills her, it's not her fault. She ordered what she, she needed. Um, yeah, somebody, the one that passed by a little while ago said, well, she should, she should be, she's dumb to order anything that even has the word milk in it. <laughs> okay. But, but she ordered almond milk. I mean, she's okay to have that. She shouldn't ever have what she wants and can have because it sounds too close to something else. No, come on. That's silly. My favorite thing about this is that every other text is I'm not trying to victim blame, but I'm about to. Yeah. Um, several of you have said she should have watched them make the drink so she can never order. I mean, if you go through the drive through line, you're not going to watch them make it. No. If you go to McDonald's, you're not going to watch them make it. If you get a it. pizza delivered, you're not going to watch them make it. Right. 913-586-7798. I think phone lines are starting to ring here. Um, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed at everyone blaming her. I'm, I'm blown away <laughs> by that. Um, and if you've ever worked in a QT or worked in, you know, a place like that where you, or coffee shop or whatever, I mean, how do you feel about this? That, you know, you poured the wrong thing in there and then this happened. Yeah. If you want to jump in, 913-586-7798. We can get to one quick one before we hit, to, uh, hit our break here and bring in Candace in mission. Hi, Candace. Hi, guys. This is really interesting conversation. feel really bad for this lady. I've certainly never heard of one tiny sip of dairy causing this level of medical destruction. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I'm trying to avoid diabetes. Um, we have it in my family and I very often order things sugar-free at a coffee shop and I watch, I watch all the time because at least 50% of the time they get it wrong. So I, I would never, even just with what I have, which is nothing like what she has, I, if I can't watch, I'll just order something without any syrup or without any additives in it, and I keep Splenda in my car, whatever. I mean, it's, I don't think we can assume that people who are making your food are really paying that much attention, honestly. And if she was going to get that sick from this level, I don't know. I, I think that I do think some of the onus is on her as well. Okay. Um, all right. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I'm glad you're taking the responsibility in your own hands, Candace. Uh, yeah. Keep yourself safe. I just, I, I have trouble blaming her for this. 
And I, yeah, as I said before, I don't even know that her the solution that she proposed of make sure there's a drop down box so that I can have a big flashing red light on the other end of this thing that says, hey, this is a medical condition. Pay attention. I don't even know if that would do it. I mean, from my own fast food days so many years ago, I'm sure I screwed up orders. If my it had fault. said there, um, anytime I order pizza, I always, especially if I get it from Pizza 51, I write on there. I like it crispy. Do it brown and make it crispy. Yeah. It would not shock me if when they're getting a ton of orders, they don't even notice that. Yep. Right? Because it's a special little place at the bottom. But I think it helps her case to make that argument. I think she's I think she's going to be just fine. I think there's no way a court's going to say to her, this was on you. But she can she gets more money out of it by also pointing out, you didn't even make it possible for me to further stress to you how yeah. important this is. Yeah. And and I mean take a lesson from that. If you are in the in the restaurant business and you've you know kind of gotten into this part of the world of technology especially if you're a sole proprietorship, this could cost you everything. Do what you can to let people alert you and train your staff to look for this first. If you don't see it, fine, go on to the next thing and if you screw up it's probably not a big deal. But look for those notes. And I know, I mean, some of the restaurants we order from are better at it than others. Uh, we got to get to a break. We'll get to your calls next year on KMBZ. All right, real fast for those who missed the beginning of this, talking about the story out of Winnipeg, Canada. You have a 25-year-old woman who is severely allergic to dairy and orders tea from Tim Hortons. She orders on the app and she wants almond milk in that drink. So that's what she pushes. And she ends up getting a drink that, unbeknownst to her, contains dairy milk in it. And she, the reaction was so bad, she lost consciousness, her heart stopped beating for a while, she's got neurological problems. She now has to live with her mother and can't work. So she's going after Tim Horton saying, you guys should have known better, you should have paid more attention to this, and there should be a place on the app where I can explain this isn't just because I like almond milk better than dairy milk, this is because this is a medical condition. And... We'll get to your phone calls. There is something to go into on that as well, but let's get to the phones and go to Josh in the Northland who's got something to add in. Hi, Josh. Hey, guys. So I just want to say first and foremost, they messed up. She selected almond milk. I mean, if she's suing them, I think she should win. I think she's got a case. She selected almond milk. They didn't give her almond milk. That's their fault, 100%. It's not her fault. Now, adding like a little warning thing on apps like you guys are talking about this i think you know i think of like doordash and uber eats like they should all have that i think it might help a little bit but i i I developed a shrimp allergy uh when i was in high school you know i ate it as a kid and one one year i went to eat it and luckily it's not severe I'll, i'll break out a little bit and get sick but um ever since then i'm 33 now Anytime I go anywhere, like now at 33, I just avoid them. But like Chinese restaurants, uh, seafood, anywhere that has shrimp, if I see it on the menu, I make sure I let them know, hey, I'm allergic to shrimp. Like if if my food touches anything that touch shrimp, I'm going to get sick. It's, I'm going to have a really bad 24 hours. And the re- I just avoid them now because people have messed up so much in the past even when i let them know um so but either way i don't i don't see how you can blame her that in my opinion that's like victim blaming she, she it is selected almond milk yeah like 
they messed up. And, well, right, and, and I was just about to ask you. I mean, given that, uh, the the analogy would be for the people that are screaming about how it's her fault on the text line is that you're stupid for going to a seafood restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's which I mean, like I said, I just nowadays I just avoid it. You know, like my kids, I'll order from a different place. Sure. If, you know, family wants it, cool, they can have it, I'll stay away from it. Just That's a personal choice. But, I, I mean, we we shouldn't have to do that necessarily, you know what I mean? But I do, if my, yeah. if my allergy was more severe and I was just, you know, dead set on getting Chinese or something like that, me personally, I'd make sure I had an EpiPen or something <laughs> nearby, you know. But either way, that's still, you know constitute a lawsuit in my opinion they messed up man it's not her fault you got it josh Thank hey you. yeah best of luck to you man thanks a lot all right let's get one more i think we can get one more quick call in here but damon and kck hello damon hey good afternoon guys i uh i don't try to i don't want to offend anybody but a big butt there the thank, these thank you the jobs <laughs> Um, like warehousing, for instance, and there's McDonald's that I've heard of that have no people in there. They have robots. Warehousing starting to get more and more robots in there. But then messing up on stuff like this, uh, it's just compelling the owners of these companies to get more robots. And I'm curious what's going to happen to people that don't have a drive to get a good job uh, doing something that pays more, not a fast food job and that's all they want to do i don't know what's going to happen to them but things like this is the robots are going to just start taking over especially when you consider ai in there too they don't mess up like human beings do well i don't know ai has screwed up a couple of times that we pointed out but damon thank you for the call it's, it's a bit of a left turn at the traffic lights to to go after the whole fast food industry for it but i, I what it comes down to is you got to pay attention to your job especially if you hold somebody else's health in your hands yeah, I mean, I'm, we don't have time to get into this part of the conversation, but we just did a story about a lawsuit being filed against doctors because they made a mistake on the job. And it was, you know, almost deadly for that patient. I mean, you have to get it right. And you don't have to, but then you have to be held accountable for that. So, all right, we'll leave it on that note. Thanks to all the texts that are coming in as well. Spirited conversation happening there. Uh, we will leave this in the hand of Dana and Parks. Be back tomorrow here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.